Hi, guys. Welcome to the first episode of our pilot of uh, and, and all, all that, that bullshit and all that bullshit. I was gonna say it with you. Okay, well that's <laughs> basically summarizing how this is gonna go. So this is our first attempt at um, recording an episode for the podcast. Yep. And I'm not gonna lie to you, we have been drinking a little bit, just a smudgy pill, because it's Corona time. And what else are we doing in this time of need? Honestly. But I think the purpose of today's first episode is just we're getting some reps in. You know what I mean? We're getting some practice reps. We're here at batting practice. I just wanted to get something recorded because I feel like, you know, nothing is perfect. So let's just give it a shot. See how we sound. See what we like. Yeah. Are we actually annoying? I don't know. And uh, the world doesn't have to be perfect for us to record. It's going to be an experiment for everybody involved. We're bringing people on this journey to see how much we can fail or succeed yeah we'd prefer succeed um my forever optimist over here uh no but we're bringing like all different types of people onto this podcast people from all different walks of life different careers um you know just so that we can kind of you know fold the onion back pull peel the onion back peel the onion, peel the back. onion back yeah and i because think because not every book should be judged by its cover yes and I think what's really interesting about Christy and I, I mean, obviously every best friend I think has had a drunken night where they're like, we should start a podcast. But I think what's very interesting is that Christy and I have been friends since we were 13 years old, but we actually are so opposite. It's not even funny. Like, As we've grown up, we've become like, it, it's just like two roads that forked and they just kept going opposite directions. Yeah. I literally was texting Christy the other day at 6 a.m. 90 things that I have already completed and she was in like REM cycle four for real. Um, but we also grew up very differently. I mean, I grew up in a very open household and very loud Italian. And when Christy was younger, I mean, it was a very religious, born again Christian. We were loud though. Right. We were loud. But it was, it was definitely PG. So (laughs) we definitely, so it's interesting because we are very different in the way we grew up, but we have kind of a lot of the same philosophies about what we believe and, and friendships. And that's kind of what we're here to talk about. I mean, you know, they always say that your meanest friend is your realist friend and that's kind of what we're here to do is be your mean friend who tells you what you need to hear not necessarily what you want to hear for sure so like you know and and i think now more than ever especially with stuff with corona i mean people are feeling alone versus loneliness and crazy and you kind of want to just it's that moment when you call your best friend like when i call christy and i say like am i being crazy or am i am i normal for thinking this it's your grounder right it's the person that grounds you Mm -hmm. so i mean we definitely play that role for each other you know, and there's even times where, like, we won't call each other purposely because we don't want the truth. Because we know what each I mean, other would say. I know. I know that. But it's a really a special thing that we've developed over the years. And it's not it's not like a, you know, everyday situation, I feel like, where you have friends for this long that you've been through so much shit. Totally. It's it's definitely very rare, I think, nowadays. And again, I mean, you, I think as you get older, you value that kind of stuff more. And, and I think for both of us, we talk, that's kind of why I even said in the description of what this podcast is, like, yes, we talk about finance, career, beauty, relationships. And I think that that's such a broad term because relationships doesn't always mean romantic. It also yeah. means friendships, friendships, workshops, totally. Just the way we function in life. With, Your relationship with, with yourself. Yeah. And how I that mean, can evolve. We definitely also, I, a big reason for me to have done this with Brianna is that I really want to break the conception of who we are as actual people because 
And I'm not saying that for just me. I'm saying that for all people that we're going to bring on here. Like you look at people and you think like, oh, you know, they have this and they have that or, you know, very surface layer shit when really like and then people look at you like, oh, you don't you've never been through anything. And I just like real people. I like real raw shit. I mean, there is nothing more than I like putting my shit on a billboard and being like, hey, you're not alone. And I think Brianna's little. I'm the same. I mean, I think now more than ever as well, I think a lot of people, I mean, I personally want this to be a platform for talking about those conversations that, again, the questions maybe that make you feel uncomfortable. Or things that you don't want to talk about. Or you don't want the answer to. Yeah, or you don't want the answer to. You're not ready to give the answer to. And also, like, some not-so-sexy topics like mental health and anxiety and being a spaz and just navigating 20... We live in a very different world than we did even three years ago, and there's a lot... Even fucking two months ago. Totally, yes. I mean... Exactly. The world's coming to an end. Yeah. and I'm no philosopher, but, you know. It's crazy because we do a lot of things to try and connect with people um, Mm -hmm. because of things like social media. Yeah, but yet we're so disconnected and that's actually there's a very big difference again between like aloneness and loneliness and people yeah. want to feel like I'm not crazy there's someone else out there who's going through what I'm going through and I think that's all you want and I know for me you know I travel a lot for work I spend a lot of time alone so like I listen to podcasts that where it's just like you want to hear a conversation of being like oh wow you've gone through that too and like you turned out okay because of that or like you're not fucked up because of that and I think that's something that you know when if you're lucky enough to have a best friend to call Chris Sometimes we were just having a conversation today where, you know, it was a guy situation I was dealing with. And I literally, I didn't even want to deal with it myself. And I said to Christy, I'm like, well, what do you think? Like, you know, and I think that's rare as you get older to have those kinds of situations. To to the point where you actually trust the person's opinion so much that to forsake all of the thinking about it, you just ask that person, what should I do? And they say, do this and you do it and you're okay with the decision because it's literally like the left side of your brain making your mind up. Yeah, right. Definitely. So, and I think what a lot of you may or may not know, actually, before podcasting was very cool, many moons ago, back in the day, um, make sure you're not muting this whole no, thing. No, I'm not muting it. Um, back in the day, I was actually a, a co-host of a fitness radio show called <laughs> FTNS Radio back in when I was in, in grad school in Connecticut. And anybody who has ever gone on a date with me also knows that I ask 1,000 questions all the, all time. the time. So this is very on brand for who so I am as a brand. person for just at, because I always say, but the fun people. thing about it is that she was so weary to do this because if it wasn't going to be fucking perfect, we weren't going to do it where I'm like a, you know, let's throw ourselves in and figure it out along the way kind of person. But you don't finish shit. That's the, I, think I that's, also don't finish. Chris, so this is, I think what's actually really good. I have for like us. seven projects going on right now. Everybody. Yeah. So, so. so I'm the kind of person who I won't want to do something unless it's perfect. And so this is very vulnerable of me to be like, Hey, listen, this might be a fucking nightmare and we're going to take you on this journey. We might have one episode. We might have, 3,000, we don't know. And Christy's the kind of person to be like, yeah, I'm going to do 7,000 things and then she'll do it for one week and then she doesn't. And I think it's holding us both accountable, but it is. I think people, it's also good to know yourself. It is. And given the opportunity, I think people love, um, I always say this advice is a form of nostalgia, right? So like when you ask people questions and that's the point of having guests on this show is like, I don't want, I've been on a lot of podcasts where it's been very technical and it's been a lot of pressure. I feel like almost where it's like, I have to get into mechanism of action and talk. I don't want it to be that. Like, yeah, I want people who are experts in their field and whatever, but 
you could be an expert in, let's say, gut health, but guess what? You've also probably dealt with heartbreak in your life, and you've also dealt with the, having an awkward conversation about asking for a raise and, like, how do I invest my money? And, like, I've had my heart broken, and that's the stuff that I think people relate to most, and that's what I yeah. am hoping for this show and this podcast. For sure. Like, we've even, we talked to two, well, I talked to one with you, of our guests that we're going to be having on the show, and he has, like, you know, he's really going for a pretty... He's going to be an astronaut. Yeah. Justin, he'll be on the show. He's, Justin Romano. He's going for, like, something legit. But as to what life. Brianna said, like, not everybody in the world is wanting to be an astronaut. But everybody in the world has dealt with heartbreak. And everybody in the world doesn't know what the fuck to invest in. And everybody in the world has questions about how life is supposed to move. So we're taking people like that that are at these calibers of jobs that maybe you would never talk to. I would never talk to an astronaut. <laughs> I mean, when would I bump shoulders with an astronaut? She wouldn't. I wouldn't. So, but there's this is somebody that's on another level of intelligence. And we're not talking about just like intelligent people. We're talking about people from all types. But that's just one example. Um, and we talked to him too about, you know, listen, we're not really going to talk to you much about being an astronaut, but more about like, what made you even what, want to change yeah, careers? How the fuck did you get here? What, right. what else did you do? Because, again, I think it's a lot of... The, and, you know, again, anybody who's... A lot of people have, will be eventually on this podcast or people that have I've been on dates with or maybe I've made out with or... <laughs> they know. They know me as a person. Like, I will ask questions like, if you could give oh advice God. to your younger self, what would it be? Because I think a lot of the times we're just kind of... Gra- we're all trying to figure it out. And nobody has the answers, it's true. you know, and it just takes one ballsy friend to do it. Like I rather not. <laughs> and I am always, but Brianna pro- will. yeah, I'm a proponent of like, ask the uncomfortable questions that you don't always want to hear the answers to. So you can move on. What's the next best, best step of my life to get me to where I ultimately want to be. Yeah. And honestly, I'm really grateful that she asked these people, these things. I mean, like we've run into old couples before and she's asked them like, what's the secret to a lasting relationship? And I'm over there sipping my martini like, oh, what the fuck do I want to know? And then they start talking. I'm like, oh, hey, let's hear it. Uh, yeah. And I think Christy and I also have very different expertise. Like, you know, obviously, I think a lot of people know me for health and wellness stuff. But Christy has, you know, she's was an education, you know, English major. And she also has a background in helping people. And so, like, you know, I, I think her expertise and and my expertise of just wanting to understand people on a different level, I think is what's they're in different ways, but they work together. So like I used to work in social work and Brianna obviously works with like your interior body, how it functions and how that promotes your health and wellness. And I used to work with kids on the outside where like, what are these outside things that have happened to these kids and why are they the way they are and what makes this person that way? So we have very different perspectives of people, but we both ultimately want to know more about people. Like I look at people and I'm like, I want to know what makes you tick. I want to know, like I just could pass someone in the food store and be like, I wonder, I wonder if that person's by themselves. Like when I see old people, I wonder if they're alone. I wonder if they were in war. I wonder a lot of things. And where Brianna might look at what they're putting in their shopping cart and be like, I wonder if you should be eating that. Right. Maybe you should try this instead. So our ultimate goal is like mental and I don't know, it's overall almost, yeah, it's wellness. Just, it's a ba- living a balanced life and what that means in 2020. I and mean, we are the the... We are the fucking definition of a yin and yang. Could not be more opposite. I mean, honestly, (laughs) we are so the definition of a yin and yang, which I think makes our relationship so well because, or so good. And I think that's the the dichotomy that people were hoping. That's a a smarter way to say it. (laughs) Yeah. 
but we're hoping the dichotomy of that is what people will relate to because you know sometimes mm -hmm. and i think that that's what life is people want these hard lines in life and i'm one of those people i struggle yeah. with this a lot where i i hate gray i joke about this all the time like i want black and white stuff but a lot of life is figuring it's out gray. the gray and figuring out like you know what maybe sometimes i feel more like this version of myself and i wish i was this version and it's like you know, we're, we're just trying to figure it out as well. And, and yeah. I think that, you know, we're... I'm definitely more of a muddling through the gray kind of person sometimes. And I love black and white. I mean, I... I love black and white too on a variety of levels, but, um, I don't know. I feel like sometimes, like you always say, I thrive in awkward situations. Yeah. You love it. Which awkward situations obviously don't have a definitive answer. So, I mean, yeah, I, I, I like it. And I think that's actually, so that kind of is a nice segue into our first topic, which is kind of Christy and I talk about this a lot. So I, I, I look at dating as like a sport and I'm very athletic as is Christy. We're, we're both very, I, very competitive. I go on a lot of dates and I go on like, none. It, it's basically catch and release at this point. And for me, um, Christy and I talk about this all the time where Anybody who's ever been on a date with me knows that marathon dates is very on brand for me. My first date guaranteed will be at minimum five hours. Like if it's good, if, but even if it's not. So our question is always, was it actually a good first date or am I just a good dater? And yeah. how do you know the difference? And Christy and I talked about this and I was kind of saying to her, like, how do you know, like, if you really want to go on a date with a second person or was I really just like just asking like a date with a person? Yeah. Was I just asking myself really good questions and I'm funny and entertaining. <laughs> so it's like, was I just having a good time with myself and eating pizza and drinking whatever wine? Or is like, is this somebody I have a connection with as opposed to just a, a an attraction? And you had some really good insight. I actually wrote it in my notes. People don't realize this. I write most of my, my life in my notes. And Christy said, I was like, how do you know? And she said, it's someone who is willing to do it before I ask someone who's a, who is a step ahead of me. Um, and kind of like, you know, just imagining what it is that you've always wanted in your love life and kind of, is that really a deviation from this idea that I've created in my head versus the reality of, of what somebody is? And, and I struggle with that, I think, a lot. I think we both do. You know? And, and we said I would rather be single than delusional, but I think now more than ever, people are kind of getting so fed up with the scene of dating that it's like, okay, 7% of somebody is better than 0% of somebody, so I'll just keep going on these dates until I find somebody who makes me feel excited. But it's like, how do you know if that whole... And Christy and I have both have had very dysfunctional relationships. Very, where... very dysfunctional, which will be a whole nother episode it will but um like dysfunctional on another level relationships not just like your typical maybe he cheated on you or something we're talking like heavy shit here happened to both of us so we're like jaded on a few levels so i it's very hard for me like i said brianna is more black and white than i am so i hang out in the gray area on this topic because like part of me thinks that I'm just really jaded, so I could just make any situation work. Okay, but when you leave a first date, how do you, like, I usually will call you and be like, okay, or actually I call you like a week later because I want to figure yeah, it Brianna, out. Brianna Brianna doesn't like to involve people in the first, like, five days. No, I figured, no, like the first seven months. I'm like, okay, by She's the way. She's a pain in the ass. So how do you know when you leave a first date? Was it like, was it was there kisma and connection? And, and is that always a good thing? Because I think we both have experienced that where you have these we fireworks. Had, yes, our the one common denominator, which I said, this will be a whole other podcast, but the one common denominator that we had in our old relationships is that like we met, we fell in love and that was it. Like that was, it was, it was like a poem, like a poem. Mm -hmm. There's a, there was a poem. 
don't it know. says like we met and I forgot the rest. Like I saw Christy's her and I forgot the rest. Crushing it, I'm crushing it, guys. But um, that's how our relationships worked. Like we didn't even have time to think if we were happy or not. We were just so fucking blissful, and we were both so manly in love. And we can't top that feeling. But you know, we never want to top the bullshit that came with it. Because it was bad. But I, so, I do think you learn to date differently as you get older. And I, well, yeah, I do think Especially that after that. I have, I, personally for me, I have realized sometimes that a slow boil for a relationship might be better sometimes than when you have that, quote, kizma, which I love. Because, you know, you think people are boring or whatever it is. And it's like, yes, that firework and that chemistry and all that. There's not always longevity in that. And that is very hard. Where I think on first dates, you kind of do have to assess is it just an initial, and this, I know I'm guilty of this, like the last guy that I was kind of seeing, like I hadn't felt a spark with somebody in a very long time. Mm -hmm. And so it was the first person I felt a spark with. So I took that and I multiplied it by a hundred and was just like, okay, then this must be the one because I haven't felt it with anybody else. And I created this story in I my head. I did that with one of the last people I was seeing. Right. And so that's kind of hard. So <laughs> it's like, oh, like almost a year. So, okay. So how do you know then at what point, you know, like, so for me, it was kind of like, what wasn't enough. And we talk about this all the time. Like what's your 10% of being like this, oh this is not enough for me in a relationship of, of values and kind of what I, and I say this all the time, like I'm looking for a partnership, a partner in crime. Yeah. I'm trying to build I an empire. Too, I don't want just a relationship. Mm -hmm. And that's a very different conversation. And I think that is where people get caught up in the gray. And that's where gray cannot be beneficial. Yeah. Which is where it doesn't work out very well for me. So when you leave a first date, what do you say to yourself to say, do I want to go on a second date with this person? Well, like you, if I am on... If I'm on like a first date and I like the way it's going, I will find any way possible to drag it out as long as I can. Mm -hmm. If the other person doesn't. Okay. But if I want to get the fuck out, I will get out as quickly as possible in a kind way because, you know, I don't like to hurt people's feelings. So I'll do like, you know, like have a drink, maybe a little, a little snacky poo and then like get up, get out. Um, I, I'm pretty... See, this is where it's weird for me because I feel like I'm pretty black and white when it comes to like, am I in it or am I not? I feel am like I you're not black and white. But I feel like I am. No, because you will drag people on. You you in your head have ended something, but you'll still text well, that's with that. true. That's true. I do. And that's where that, um, am I lonely? Or, or am I alone? Or am I, I know alone it comes in because I will just talk to people just one, because a lot of things like... Okay, let's say I text somebody and they don't answer me. That's like one of the most infuriating fucking things for me on the fucking planet. That's a it trigger. Just drives for you. me crazy. Okay. So just out of respect for another person, <laughs> if they text me, I'll answer them because I don't ever want anyone to feel that way. But then like it's me being vulnerable, and now we we've fallen onto this slippery slope that I don't feel comfortable going down over a stupid conversation. So like that's why I'll answer some people, and it may seem like I'm leading someone on. But I'm not. I just don't like being ignored. I don't think anybody likes feeling ignored. I think the problem with aloneness versus loneliness is that aloneness requires a level of self-responsibility of saying, you know what? This is my time and time and mm. energy. I talk about this all the time. Your fuck budget is a commodity that is, I think, worth more than money. You can always make more money. Yeah. Time and energy, you cannot. When people say things like, I'm bored or I'm lonely, like that's because you're making shitty investments and that's on you. 
So when people say things like that, as opposed to loneliness, where you can be with somebody, whether that's family, friends, work, whatever it is, and not feeling fulfilled. And I have experienced this where I have too. you can be somewhere and just you're not, it could be the most beautiful place or whatever it is. And you're just not well, you're wishing that, you're somewhere else. I think it also plays into our personalities though, because we like things all to be lined up. Yeah. But this is another thing with both of us where, where, like I said, I do like to play in gray, but I do like certain things absolutely in order. Like my, I wear my emotions on my sleeve. So if I'm not doing good at work right. or I'm not happy at work or I'm not happy at home or I'm not happy with something, it fucks up everything else. It it's permeates. like a domino for me. Yeah. So I think that that like whole feeling right. definitely moves into that too. So I think we're, you and I are both that right now because mm-hmm. we've done all the legwork for all of you people is that Brianna and I are both happy and satisfied I have relationships. And still growing right. in all of our other fields of our life. Let's remove relationship, like romantic relationship. Romantic relationship. Let's remove that. Everywhere else, we are very happy. So I think that's also part of what's playing into this shit is that I can be, like, I remember one of my favorite days last summer was when you, Nicole, and I mm-hmm. went to, we went out for Kendra's birthday and then we went to Tommy's. Yeah. And we sat outside in the back. Remember, we ordered. Yeah. We were like, guys, we were litty kitties. We were litty, 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 litty kitties. Yeah. It was a fun day. 70, Sunday fun $70 day. worth of lift um, <clears throat> expenses later because I had left my um, ID at home after a work trip. So that was a lesson. Before we even learned. got into, where, yeah. where were we, Janks? Yeah. We were at Janks. Expe- lessons are what beach. you get when you don't get what you want. So that was an expensive <laughs> lesson for me. So, um... Our friend Nicole is a nurse, so she, like, you know, and she used to work in social work with me, so she has, like, very good work ethic, but she's also very much aligns with our personalities. She's very, like, free-spirited, but she's very hardworking and a very brilliant person. Um, But we just got, like, so lit and had such a good day, and I just remember, like, sitting, we were sitting out back of Tommy's, and they had, like, what's the beanbag fucking game? With the cornhole. Thing. They were playing cornhole. There's fire pits going. And it was just a beautiful summer night. And Not I was like. Not to be anywhere else. Uh, yeah. And like That's all happiness. three of us sat on the bench. And I was like, wow, guys, like this is, this is fucking it. Right. Being like, I'm okay exactly where I am. And anything else. And the else? only thing that all three of us would have inserted there was a legit guy. All three of us. And our three legit guys were feeling the same exact way. Right. That was all we were missing. And all any, three of us. And anything short of that is just, it's not going to do it, it for me. Agreed. I mean, I, I totally agree. Okay, so I'm obviously a very big proponent of like, great, we can talk about theory all day long. I read self-help books. Like, I listen to podcasts, all that. So what would be a piece of takeaway advice people could use from this kind of whole conversation of like, was it a good date? Am I a good dater? Am I settling right now? Am I just lo- Especially with Corona right now, I think, you know, we joke about oh this, like God. boredom flirting is a very real thing. I'm doing it currently, right? We boredom, all are. boredom flirting. So but it's what- like, who am I going to risk letting in my house? Right. Yeah. Like who's <laughs> worth dying for right who's now? Who's worth getting the Corona for? So what would you say is a piece of advice maybe you would have for somebody who's struggling with this kind of right now? Of like maybe they're in a gray area and they don't know how to get out or like, what's a question maybe they can ask themselves to sort of self-assess or, or say like, you know, what, what hard questions should I be asking or what lines should I be drawing for my standards? Like, you know, where do they go from that? Kind of maybe they're saying like, you know what, I'm not totally happy. I am kind of looking over my shoulder. I, I am wishing I was a little bit in a different situation. Like, you know, what's, what's an actionable step for people? I think one of the first things that people have to do, if you haven't done this yet, 
which Brianna and I both have, is to really sit down. Go to therapy. <laughs> well, that's number one. <laughs> go to therapy. <laughs> we both had bomb fucking therapists. Yeah, go to therapy. <laughs> and neither one of us wanted to go to therapy. Yeah. Go to therapy, though. I have to burp. Okay. <laughs> okay. Neither one of us wanted to go to therapy, but our families both, like, literally forced us to go. And then we both, like, left therapy. And we're like, y'all motherfuckers need therapy. <laughs> so I think that's... No, my- actually, my dad was very against therapy. My dad is very oh, old school Italian. My mother was so... No. Well, my father both was... Both of my parents actually were father, very... Both of my, my parents mother. were very against therapy. <laughs> no, my mother was very into therapy. Um, which is something I talk... I'm open... I openly talk about that a lot. I think there is a very negative stigma around mental there health is. and therapy. And especially if you come it's, from like an old school Italian yeah. household, like you don't talk or about like feelings Asian and emotions. Yeah, that, you don't talk about There's that a shit. lot of like old school, just in general households that don't feel like Okay, so ta- to go to therapy. Let's wrap it up. What's your other oh piece of God. advice? Because it's like 72 minutes. Let's wrap it up. What else? Are you sure that's 72 yes, minutes? let's go. Come I on. I don't think that's minutes. On the ammo. Okay. That's not minutes, asshole. Whatever. Let's go. Retort- what piece of advice? Oh, my God. What would your therapist say right now? She'd tell you to shut the fuck <laughs> up. <laughs> my therapist loves me, bitch. All right. Just, like, let's help the people. That's what the point of this podcast is. What I was saying before Brianna started talking before <laughs> was that... <laughs> I think people really She's got need, the Rona. <laughs> really need don't to drink my, Don't drink my beverage. This bitch is trying to kill me. My throat's dry. Okay. I think, honestly, the first thing for me was taking a very introspective uh-huh. view on who I am uh-huh. and what I actually want. And then setting those things down, as stupid as they may seem, like everyone yells at me that I want to be with somebody over six foot. I'm sorry. I like tall guys. Like, why can't I have all that I want? So what I did was, honestly, I didn't write it down physically, but I would suggest doing that, having a physical list of who who you want. But not just physical shit, like how no, tall no, no. and blue no, 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 eyes. No. I'm saying of who you want. Right. What do you want? Qualities do you want and him attributes. to make you pancakes on Sunday morning? Yeah. Do you want to have a relationship where you can look at each other and know what the other person's right. thinking? Right, right, right. So I think what your core values is, are. Well, that and the... And to just write down who you want and then not be apologetic about it. Not yes. have to be like, well, I don't know. And like, oh, well, I'm like this, but like, I'm always late for everything. Guess what? That's part of who I am. If you don't like me, then you don't like that part of me. That's fine. But it makes up who I am as a person. And Brianna and I were talking about this the other day, which this could probably be our second podcast kind of. What's your 10%? Our what 10%. And, you know, I told Brianna, she was like, well, there's, I'm sure there's some things that annoy you about me. And I was like, not really, because for me, everything that you do is part of who you are. And if you didn't have that component of you, like me being late all the time, it wouldn't be me. So in, in some, you have to sum me up in some, in summary, you have to, um, if, if you want something in your life, you have to, you have to be okay for asking for it and putting all your chips in basically. And if somebody, I say this all the time, like anything in life, whether it's again, whether it's a emotional relationship, a work relationship, a friendship relationship, they're emotional negotiations, right? So you have to Mm. be okay with saying, these are my terms and conditions. Do you accept? And if somebody does not, you have to have enough self-worth to say, I don't. And people just don't want to have those conversations. And you have to know what your non-negotiables are. Exactly. And really be locked down on them. And not, I mean, so for Christy, one of hers is like, they have to be above six feet. That's her non-negotiable and that's fine. For me, like, 
that's not as important. I don't care. Well, the Brown doesn't want to work in man. <laughs> I don't want to work in man. <laughs> and we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that we'll in another episode. That another episode. So, okay. So, so I think that that's really good. I, I think we should wrap up maybe with, um, you know, the Rona, because that is pertinent right now. My throat has such a I think people it. need to understand the mechanism of action of what goes on with the virus that has to attach and penetrate and uncoat and replicate and then release in the body. And it's a six-step process. And um, people need to understand that most of the people that are having ad- adverse reactions right now um, have underlying other conditions that their health is not well and their immune uh, tolerance is very low. They're immune deficient. So this is a time right now, the universe is giving everybody a hardcore pause, like get your shit together, get back to the basics. People who have been saying things like, I don't have time to sleep. I don't have time to work out yeah. this. You have nothing but time right now. So get back to the Which basics. Honestly is such a gift, right? Take a preventative approach right now. Like, you know, focus on your sleep, assess your stress. Do a bucket. fucking face mask. Do a face mask. Do a face Lower mask. your cortisol. Have drinks with your best friend. Yes. FaceTime with people whether your internet connection and is honestly, shitty or not. Another thing that I've been doing is just like I try and set a schedule for myself in the morning. Yeah. But there is nothing more blissful than literally having no schedule for someone like, like Dolce me. Vita, like I'm the like art a, of doing nothing. I'm a creative brain, so like I do fifty different projects a day. Yeah. But it's just like just fucking be, guys. A lot, just be, be. Be where you are. That's a yes. hard That's a hard thing for me. I know it's a hard thing for you. Yeah, and it's probably hard for a lot of people, too, that, like, their their work is their life, which right. is most of America. But you have to have something outside of your work that defines you because yes. that ends up, that can be very draining. Get to draining. know yourself. Yeah. Date yourself. This is a great, no one wants. Even if you're married. Date yourself. Or you're, you have a boyfriend or girlfriend, date yourself a little bit. Like, there is enough time right now. If especially if you live with your spouse to like have time with them, but also have time with you. Yeah. Like even if you have kids, just lock yourself in the closet for half an hour. Be like, yo, mommy needs a break. Daddy needs a minute. Be yeah. just you it's so important to know who you are. And it's so refreshing. Also, I think I just had a conversation with my friend about this last night. Like, I think if you give somebody else that much power of being like this person makes I, I used to think Brianna two years ago, I would hear like wedding vows and someone would say, you complete me. I need you. And mm. I love that. And I wanted that so yeah. much. And now I hear that. And it makes me cringe because I'm like, I would never give someone that much power because if they can, if they can make me that quote whole and complete, that means they can take that away from me. So mm-hmm. like that does have to come for you. And I think this is a, such a great time to be like, I'm going to do me and I'm going to love myself and date myself. And that's that. Yeah. So we're going to wrap it up now because Amanda is bringing us, oh, some, oh, Amanda some dinner. dinner. Thank you. So we're going to eat some protein. Oh, my God. This smells delicious. Because amino acids are good for your neurotransmitters. And, and Amanda's good. the shit. Shout out to my roomie, Amanda. And who knows how long it's going to take to actually produce this podcast. So we really appreciate <laughs> you turn, tuning in. If you've listened this far, you're a homie for life as far as we're concerned. Mm. We love you. We and, love you so um, much. We're excited for this journey. And Christy's going to figure out how to stop this recording because I don't know how. I think we just hit this one. Ciao. Ciao. Loves you, ciao. Loves you, ciao.